title this morning is Where Your Treasure Is. We see there in verse 21, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So where is your treasure? We all have treasures, something or, or other, this or that. There are things we hold above everything else, and we make it our treasure. We as humans, we, when we have treasures, we tend to center our lives around what we treasure. Whether we do it knowingly or in denial, our life choices, our way of living is determined by what we treasure. Think of career choices, where we live, which school our children attend, what car we drive, what clothes we wear, what food we eat, what friends we make, where we spend, what we spend, how much we save up. All these are determined by what we treasure. These life choices are, are important to consider. But the motivation behind our decisions, uh, the treasure which our, heart, our hearts follow, these are the things Jesus is addressing here. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If we look at the order here, treasure comes first, then the heart follows. Many people think the Bible teaches uh, the opposite. Where a person's heart is, there will their treasure be. In other words, if I make my heart belong to God, if I work up within me an excitement for things, that belong to God, then automatically Jesus will be my treasure. But I, th I think that's wrong to think it that way around. Because if you, you can come to church, help out in kids' club, go to Bible studies, prayer meetings, share in discussions, pray out loud in prayer meetings, even read and study your Bible every day, you can do all of these things and Jesus still not be your treasure. The Bible teaches the opposite. The treasure doesn't follow our heart, but rather our heart follows what we treasure. So if your treasure is your career, your heart will be there and your life will revolve around your career. If your treasure is your family, your heart belongs to your family and your decisions will be affected by your family. If money is your treasure, your heart belongs to this evil master and money rules over you. If your treasure is man's praise and applause, your heart belongs to all men and all your actions are determined by the volume of acknowledgments you receive. So what is your treasure? This is a serious question. Because there are many treasures out there in this world, in this earth. And they all call out to us. And many of you, if not all of you, have made one of these your treasures. What determined your decision to live where you currently live? Was it your career or your family? Or the safety and comfort of your, of your community? Or was it the good schools for your children? Was it your health 
your well-being? Is that what determines where you live? What about your job or career decisions? Is it the salary that attracted you? What about your religious and moral ways? Are you looking for man's applause? When you do good and are nice and kind and help others, are you always looking for someone to acknowledge and appreciate all your efforts? There are many treasures in this, in this earth on offer. Which one is yours? But now I must warn you, all these treasures, they decay and rot. There is only one treasure that leads to life and is eternal. And this treasure can't be found here on earth. This treasure is in heaven, sitting on heaven's throne. And he is the Lord Jesus Christ, the hope of the Christian. First verse that says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break and steal. All these earthly treasures are fleeting. They are here one moment, gone the next. None of us can deny that. We've experienced it, I'm sure. Think of children. They can be treasures. They are here for now. They grow up. They leave home. They start their own lives. Money. You can save up. You can buy and have the best things. Soon the money is spent. And if you like saving, soon you die. And you can't take it to the grave with you. And nowadays everything's computerized. Even saving the bank can be a danger. Any thieving hacker can take it all away in a flash. Your very lives, you can treasure your, your life. Be selfish. Think of yourself. Make sure you're comfortable and that you are your own person in charge of your destiny. That's what they're teaching today. But in the very next moment, even your life can be taken away from you. You can have no say in that. What happened in Manchester earlier this week was horrible. People presumably enjoying themselves, young, middle-aged, and the old, and by the push of a button, 23 lives were lost, 116 injured, and over 21,000 lives affected. All through the push of a button. Earthly treasures here one moment, gone the next. But then we read, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Heavenly treasures, this cannot be taken away nor destroyed. Do you know the sayings, live for the moment. Enjoy life. Live life to the fullest. You only live once. Now those who promote these sayings, they may sound wise, inspirational, they are motivational speakers. But it's plain foolishness. The Bible teaches us to live now, but for what's to come. Look to Christ's coming. Live for heaven. In other words, store up your treasures in 
heaven. In Luke 12, 16, 21, Jesus spoke of a parable. This is what it reads. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. You fool, God said. Yes, family is important. We are to take care of each other. But then Jesus said in Matthew 10, Anyone who loves their father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Yes, money is important. You, can, you cannot buy food or shelter without it. But what did Jesus say? It is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. And what did Jesus say to the rich young man? Go sell all your possessions and give to the poor. And we know that the young man left the way sad because he didn't want to give away all his things. Yes, our lives, your life is important and we are to protect life. But Jesus said, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. Have you noticed that in all of these, Jesus is saying, for me, for him, because he is a treasure. There are so many more accounts in the Bible I can give you. It's been calculated that 15% of everything Jesus said has something to do with this topic of storing our treasures in heaven. 15%. That's more than Jesus' teaching on heaven and hell combined. This shows how important this is to have our treasures in heaven. This is important. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. So how do we store our treasures in heaven? First, seek and find the only treasure that comes from heaven it's Jesus Christ if you want your heart to belong to God to be partaker of heavenly things you need to know and hold on to the treasure of heaven first for where your treasure is there your heart will be also like the merchant who found a, a pearl of great value with joy he went away and sold all his possessions to buy that one pearl that he treasures. Likewise, we are to find that pearl that is Jesus and sell everything else we hold dear and treasure. Sell it all, give it all away, deny ourselves, lift up our cross and follow Jesus. Jesus is so precious. The precious stone which Many have rejected. 
is the foundation, the rock, to say the bank in whom we store up our treasures in heaven. Jesus is the greatest treasure, and do you know why? Because he is the way, the truth, and the life. What earthly treasure offers eternal riches? Not money. What earthly treasures offers eternal peace and happiness? Not your family, no friends. What earthly treasure offers an eternal home? Not your belongings, not this earth. What earthly treasures offers eternal security? Not your religious ways. But in Jesus, our riches are in heaven. In Jesus, our peace and our happiness is in heaven. Our home is in heaven. And our security is in Jesus himself because he died on the cross. Once and for all. At the foot of the cross is where it begins. When a sinner, when you come as a sinner to Jesus, repent and believe in him. He died to save us from our sins. We can be forgiven. So how do we live this out? What does it look like? The life of someone who has Jesus as their greatest treasure and all their treasures are stored up in heaven. What does it look like? I'll, I'll give you one illustration. Last year in India, I spent 10 days with some wonderful Christians, they clearly had their treasures in heaven. They, they, they possessed nothing which they could call their own. Not even the clothes on their back. They would say, that's mine. And one day a young boy came in, half naked, dirty, smelts so bad. And one of the Christian young men that was there, there and there. And this young boy came in, he took off the clothes he was wearing. There and then, in front of everyone, he took them off and he clothed the young boy. He was prepared to show his own shame, his nakedness, in order to clothe the half-naked, dirty, smelly young boy. Now this young man, he became naked himself, in front of everyone, to cover someone else's shame. Now this is the action of someone who has the treasure in heaven. Jesus is all that mattered to him. When I asked this young man, why Jesus? All he could say was, he saved me. So I ask you, where is your treasure? Amen.